got a few screws loose since the days of my youth. It's a few screws loose podcast. I got a few screws loose and I'm telling you the truth. It's a few screws loose podcast. I got a few screws loose. You don't really want proof. It's a few screws loose podcast. I got a few screws loose. Why do what I do? It's a few screws loose podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the award-winning podcast, A Few Screws Loose, where we have mental health discussions by mentally ill men of color. My name is Dan and I'm your host. You can keep up with me on Twitter and on IG at I am Dan on Drugs. Keep up with the show on Twitter, IG, and YouTube at Screws Loose Pod. Also, keep up with my mostly absent co-host, P, at P from Charlotte on social. So I guess what I wanted to do today is just give a a quick update. Um, Let's start with I've kind of slipped back into depression and I've been going through it the past couple of weeks. For those of you who um, listen to Black Law and Legalize, which is my main podcast, uh, this week is the first week that I did not publish anything and I made zero attempt to do so. I've just been like in a slump and I'm starting to question podcasting as a whole. It's like, and this could be the depressed Dan talking, but I put so much into it and I get very little out of it. Now, I hope that whoever listens gets more out of it than I do, um, because that's essentially the reason that uh, I started podcasting is to try to help other people or at least, you know, make people think about certain things or know they're not alone. But it's not very rewarding for me whatsoever. And it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of time. And I've just been questioning the past two weeks or so, like, do I want to do this anymore? If I had to answer right now, the answer is no, I I really don't. Like I, I would say that I'm done with podcasting because it's just too much time, too much too much effort, too many moving parts. And, you know, I, I, there's just no reward for me. And I'm, I'm not even talking monetarily either. I, I don't care about money. Well, I do care about money. Um, even though some people would like to tell you that I'm rich, I'm, I'm not. But money's never really been a concern of mine. I don't care about money as long as I have enough to maintain a relatively simple lifestyle, I'm I'm good with that. But like, I'm not doing this like, yo, I want to be the next Joe Budden and I, I want to be the next Joe Rogan. And uh, I really, I don't care. I wouldn't even want that much attention anyway. You know, I'd just like to share my experiences and uh, just hope that they help somebody maybe or whatever. Let's try to entertain at the same time. So, uh, where do we, where do we go? If you're a long time listener, 
me and P have talked about seasonal affective disorder, and that's where your mood, so to speak, changes with the seasons. Uh, P gets real depressed around December. Well, November, December, winter time. I get real depressed springtime. And I think I've figured out why. It's because I, I work 12 hours a day, as I'm always touting on the podcast, for Jan- January, February, March, and maybe a little bit of April. 12 hours a day, six days a week. And then it just, it's, well, first, it's a very high paced, dynamic um, workplace, work environment to where I don't have time to think about anything. I don't have time to worry about my mental health because it's go, 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 solving problems, solving problems, solving problems. Go, 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 go. You're doing 10 things at once. Um, It's a lot. It really is. But it keeps my mind off of my mind. So then it comes to a point where it's like everything just stops. It comes to a screeching halt and we go from super busy to doing nothing at all. We just like show up just to honestly just to sit there, twiddle our thumbs. And there's only so much you can do on YouTube. There's only so much you can do on the Internet over the course of a, let's say, a eight to 10 hour workday. I mean, that shit gets old. You find yourself um, kind of cycling through the same things, uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and then you close Twitter. Then you open it right back up, literally open it right back up. And you're like, fuck, I was just here. So that's what it turns into. And then when things slow down, I'm able to start thinking about the things that make me sad, the things that make me anxious, the things that bother me. And I get depressed because I realized that I use being busy as a way to avoid my feelings. I use being busy to as a way to avoid just who I am, essentially, which is a, a very introverted person. My internal dialogue is often negative And I just I dislike a lot of shit. So what I think happened this year was the coronavirus uh, pandemic just kind of jump started that. So I was already kind of starting to slide into a, a bit of a slump. And then this hit and man, I was watching people left and right at my job. They were dropping like flies. New Orleans is a very small city. We just had Mardi Gras and a lot of my company, uh, the employees, um, they like to participate in the Mardi Gras festivities. And even those who don't, a lot of their customers, I mean, it's a citywide celebration. So a lot of their customers, the people that come into their offices, they celebrate. So it's not too hard to imagine how fast and why this this coronavirus has spread so fast and so much in New Orleans. So I'm watching uh, my coworkers drop like flies and I'm like, from day one, I'm like, yo, why are we still open? Why are we still doing this? Why, 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 why? And it just fell on deaf ears. So I just went in one day and all right, I started feeling bad and it was actually allergies. Um, Now, looking back, it was my allergies. But it made me think. 
If somebody in my vicinity dies from the coronavirus, which is not out of the realm of possibility, if somebody dies, how even if I did not pass that virus to them, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing that I possibly did it because there's no way to tell exactly, you know, when and where they got it. So if one of the older receptionists um, got sick and God forbid they died, I would not be able to sleep. I would not be able to live with myself because I was a part of the problem by even going to work, whether I was sick and had it or not. So, you know, once I started thinking about it like that, I'm like, I'm putting these people's families at danger. And if you go back and listen to the last episode, I, I talked about that a lot. I just grabbed all my shit and I started working from home. Now, for again, for the longtime listeners, you know how much I hate my house. And that's why working 12 hours a day, that that was cool because I don't have to be here. I don't want to be here. I never want to be here. Fuck this place. Um, So it's, it's like that 12 hours I'm able to not be here. And then I was going to the gym and I actually I got my groove back too. To where I was going to the gym damn near every single day, which was um, it wasn't easy to get back into that groove. But I fell back in love with the gym. And again, coronavirus. So here we are. Uh, I was able to spend 13 to 14 hours a day outside of the house. I would come home, literally eat, take a shower, go to sleep, wake up, take a shower, leave. That's it. That's the only time I was here. I didn't have to think about the maintenance. I didn't have to think about the yard work. I didn't have to think about taking out the trash. I didn't have to think about balancing the pool or cleaning the leaves and debris out the pool. I didn't give a fuck because I didn't have time for that shit. But now I have time for it. So it's all that I'm thinking about. And then it's like I'm since I've been working from home for two weeks, which I thought I wouldn't mind until I realized I am spending Every single day, like I've been in the house for two weeks straight almost, and I've been out once for groceries and twice to go jogging. I hate this fucking place, but now I'm here all day, every day, stuck in here. I don't want to be here because it just reminds me of it is just like, for instance, sometimes I, I log into my bank accounts and I look at the balance and I'm like, Do you know how much money I could have if I didn't buy this stupid ass fucking house? And it wasn't my choice to buy the house. I say that, too. I mean, I guess by going along with it, I'm complicit or, you know, but I I look at it because I'd be saving so much more money renting. Even if I was paying 17, 18, 1900 dollars a month to rent, I would still have so much more money than uh, buying a house. And I know I can hear some people saying, spending eighteen, nineteen hundred $1,900 a month in rent, that's a lot of money. You might as well pay a mortgage. Yeah, I can tell you my mortgage is like $1,100, I think, $1,200, somewhere in there. But in the long run, like the, the price you pay for rent and the price you pay for mortgage, that only tells half of the story. You have to look at things like... um repairs, maintenance, and 
all the, all the unexpected things. So for instance, uh, I, I believe I, I told this on the podcast before too. our first two years living here, we spent about 30 grand out of pocket on the house and none of it was anything to add any value. It was all things that were concealed, hidden from the inspectors, basically hidden defects. And Cost a lot of money. So now I look at everything with dollar signs around here. So um, it's one of my biggest stressors. I hate being here. I'm more happy when I'm not here. I'm more happy when I'm busy. And that, that's one of the things that, again, I realized is that I was using work to to uh, not feel, to not feel anything. When I'm here, I feel everything. And I don't like the way it makes me feel. So... I also didn't realize how much I needed just that little, that little piece, like this big, this big, that little piece of um, social interaction, whether it just be going to a convenience store, going to the gym and, you know, just just that small slice of social interaction. I'm an introvert. I'm antisocial. Um, and when I say antisocial, I mean, I don't like to be around or socialize. Um not a uh, diagnosed antisocial, which is something completely different. So I, I suffer from social anxiety. Let me put it that way. And I prefer to stay to myself. I prefer to be alone. I prefer to be away from people. But after two weeks of not interacting with anybody, it made me realize that even us introverts, the us who prefer to stay inside or in the house or homebodies, and not go anywhere or do anything, we still, I I can't speak for all of us, but I still need that little bit of social interaction. What, like, again, whether it's someone telling me how much all my items on the conveyor belt cost, like that'll be $12.98. Okay, thank you. And, you know, just small, stupid stuff, but nah, I I haven't interacted with a human (laughs) in about two weeks. And of course, I know I can hear some of you saying, oh, what about Becky? What about her? Like we we live together. So our interactions are very, um, very much the same, which is we're we're just in two different sections of the house, two different worlds. Um, I'm working in the pool house. She's working in my studio. She confiscated my studio. And um, so we spend our work days at home and different sections of the house or in different houses. And um, then at the end of the day, we'll sit down, watch some TV and just call it a night. So, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely depressed. I'm used to being depressed this time of year, and it usually lifts around June or July. But the coronavirus pandemic just it it really jump started it and added so much more stress so so much more uncertainty and it, it's man it's, it's hard to deal with so it, as selfish as it might sound I just can't wait until life returns to normal and I can start going to the gym again you know because that, that's my socializing um haven't been very active on social media because honestly I just don't give a fuck um, about what anybody's saying or what anybody's doing. And, you know, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I just really don't care. Um, so 
Yeah, that's it. Oh, one of one of the things I wanted to say too is I'm starting to and going back to social media. I really fucking hate people, which is no secret. But all these people that think that the coronavirus is some kind of hoax or some kind of conspiracy or some kind of government, like not everybody deserves internet access, I swear. And part of me, I agree with China to an extent, which is like, let's censor the fuck out of this shit. Let's censor people. People like that should be censored because you have people going around talking about it's a hoax. Oh, it's just a flu. It's just a flu. And, you know, it's a media. Media is overhyping it. Real people are dying. Real medical professionals are struggling. Real cities are having large outbreaks and it's a media is overhyping it. Well, you know, more people die from this and shut the fuck up, man. So, you know, it's stuff like that that is really dangerous. And then you have other people who are susceptible to listening to conspiracy theories and, oh, everything's a conspiracy theory. Everything has something to do with the man or the government or or the, the Bilderberg or Bilderbear group. And like some people, they're, they're just naturally susceptible to stupidity. And I'm not even saying all conspiracy theories are dumb. I, I like to consider myself a conspiracy theorist as well. But we're looking at this shit right now. And people like that, they should be censored. They should be banned from the Internet because you have to protect stupid people from one themselves. And you have to protect stupid people from stupid people. Because just spreading that misinformation with all these botched junk science facts, or so they call them facts, but it's it's really junk science and people believe it. And now they're they're encouraged to go out here. Like I saw people playing basketball. I'm sure you've all seen that on the news out playing basketball out at the beach. And they're not they're not maintaining social distancing while people like me are cooped up in the house, depressed, going crazy. And I want to leave the house. Picture that Dan wants to leave the house. But for the the responsible people staying in the, in indoors, quarantine, self-quarantining, you know, I'm starting to wonder with all the stupidity out here, are we even helping by staying inside? Because let's say 20% of the population, 20, 25% of the population, and then you have your essential workers like your grocery store workers, your fast food um, workers or your restaurant workers, and they're out here. So it's like these stupid people that are gathering now they're going to Walmart or they're going to get some food or something and they're just spreading this shit and then they're licking toilet seat. Like, what the fuck? That is why the Internet, you know what? I, I think Internet access should cost something that most people would deem unreasonable. Let's say three hundred and fifty dollars a month. You have to pay three hundred and fifty dollars a month to access the Internet. I, not everyone should be on the Internet. They. So, yeah, licking toilet seats like and that that's the generation. Everyone wants to be popular, go viral and people are just fucking stupid, man. So, yeah, I'm going to continue to self-quarantine and be depressed and act like nothing's going on and act like I'm normal and that's, you know, something we talk about often is wearing masks, which 
you know, I'm forcing myself to record now because I, I really don't want to record right now. Um, I don't want to edit the podcast. I don't want to edit the video. I might not even do the video. Um, but yeah, it's like being stuck in the house while a whole bunch of idiots are running the streets and then bringing this shit. Yeah, I got nothing. I, I really do. I have nothing. My name is Dan. Uh, keep up with me on Twitter and on IG at I am Dan on drugs. Keep up with the show at Screws Loose Pod on social and keep up with my mostly absent co-host P at P from Charlotte on social. Until next time, people, I'm gonna keep wearing my mask and I'll catch y'all then. Peace.